Welcome to our broadcast. I'm Jerry Savell. This is my daughter, Jerry Ann. And today we're continuing our study on your somebody special to God. And for those of you that are viewing for the very first time, we welcome you. We thank you for tuning in. And we hope that over the next 25 or 30 minutes that this message and this lesson that you will hear today will really touch your heart. Somebody special to God. That's what God thinks about you. You're special to Him. Jerry, I know you have a verse that, that has meant so much to you from Psalm 109, I believe it is, it's, or 139. Yes, yeah, Psalms 139. And I want you to share that right here at the beginning of the program. You know, anytime someone asks me to sign one of my books, this is the scripture, because it really, it just set me free when I found out how special and how wonderful and how unique that God thinks I yeah. am. And He thinks that about you. So listen to this. Psalms 139, beginning in verse 13, it said, You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. It's okay to be complex. Your workmanship is marvelous and how well I know it. You, you watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the darkness of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. And how precious are your thoughts towards me, O Lord. Praise God. Isn't that Isn't wonderful? That a powerful verse. I love it. Wonderfully made, special to God. Wow, He thinks that of you. He loves you so much that He was responsible for giving you your nature responsible for giving you your traits, your characteristics. And you know, Satan loves to take those things and use them for his benefit. And, and you know, that was one of the things that really blessed me when I came to the Lord back there in 1969. Uh, I thought everything about me was going to have to change. That's mm -hmm. the way the impression I got from most Christians that there's not a thing about you God likes. If you ever come to Him, you're going to change everything, you know. And I found out that that was not true, that God was the one who made me the way I was. You know, I, I, I loved uh, being humorous and funny. I got that from my daddy. My daddy was a humorous person. He kept the family laughing all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I was kind of a class clown in some of the classes where I could get away with it. And I enjoyed making people laugh. I enjoyed laughing, but I thought if I ever become a Christian, based on what these Christians are telling me, I'll probably never get to laugh again. And then I'd go to church with them, and that's the saddest bunch of people I ever met in my life. And I thought, I don't know if I want to be a Christian or not. But I found out later, after I got in the Bible, the Bible even said that Jesus was a man of joy. Mm -hmm. That really blessed me to know that Jesus was a man of joy. I even found a scripture in Psalm that talked about how God laughed at the devil. He laughs at the adversary because he knows his day is coming. God laughs. Mm -hmm. Jesus has joy. I thought, okay, I can be who I am and God can use me the way I am. And He has, praise God. You know, if all of us were just alike, this would be a dull world. Well, that's what I say about my six children. Yeah. They're all so different. Yeah, they are. They've got their different personalities. Some are athletic, some are artistic, some are really book smart. And they have, you know, some are humorous. Some don't have so much humor, you yeah. know. But they have all different types of personalities, yeah. and I love it. You love each other. I love their different strengths and weaknesses, and how they 
were created, and that's the way the Heavenly Father looks at us. That's right, and, and even with ministry. I mean, you know, Brother Copeland is bold, and man, when he preaches, it's, it's right in your face, and I love it. That's the way I had to have it. And then there's other folks, and they just kind of monotone, and they're so soft and so sweet, and, you know, and that's the way some people have to have it. I loved R.W. Schambach, you know. <laughs> you don't have any problem. You don't have any trouble. All you need is faith in God. <laughs> I wish I had a voice like his, you know. And then Brother Hagen, you know, his voice was kind of high like mine. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, and then there's Charles Caps with a crew cut. And some people couldn't identify with Charles because he was born with a crew cut and he lived all his life with a crew cut and he went to heaven with a crew cut. You know, Charles said one time, I'm just like God, I change not. You know, and then there's other folks, they got so much hair, you don't know if they're coming or going, but God uses them. And so there's all these different personalities. We all have our little uh, way of, of, of reaching out to people and God made us that way. So don't condemn yourself because you're not like somebody else, mm -hmm. you know. Some people are upset because they're too fat. Some people are upset too they're, they're too skinny. I was upset most of my life because I was too short, too little, you know. And, and now, uh, you know, I found out later that I was created in the image of God. And God is five foot, almost eight, because that's what I am, almost <laughs> five foot eight. God is five foot eight. I'm created in His image. It's not bad being my size, right. praise God. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, if some people... You know, they're upset because they don't look as good as this one or they don't have the, the success this other person has. You know, just be yourself mm -hmm. and let God use you the way He made you. Mm -hmm. Now, here's how you can, you can get over all of that. Let me read a scripture to you. John chapter 17 and verse 23. Now, this is Jesus praying to the Father. And in the latter part of that verse... He says, Father, you have loved them as thou has loved me. He's talking about the disciples and those who would become future disciples. He's saying, Father, show them that you love them as much as you love me. You know, when I read that scripture for the first time in 1969, when I first came to the Lord, I walked in there and showed your mother that and I said, this is a misprint. I can't believe somebody wrote this. This, is, this has got to be a misprint. If I'm reading this correctly, Jesus is saying that God loves us just as much as He loves Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I found that hard to believe. Right. Jesus was the only begotten Son of God. Well, that's true. He was. But after He went to Calvary and He paid the price for Adam's transgression, the Bible says He then became the the firstborn of many brethren. We're joint heirs with Jesus And we're Christ. joint heirs with Jesus. So you could say Jesus was number one and our number's in there somewhere. He's the firstborn of many brethren. He's no longer the only begotten. The Bible says we too are now begotten of God. So Jesus was the firstborn. My number's in there somewhere. Your number's mm -hmm. in there somewhere. But praise God, the fact is God loves you just as much as He loves Jesus. Now let that sink in. And if that doesn't say you're somebody special to God, I don't know what does. Say it with me. I am somebody special to God. I and it's all special. because 
of what Jesus did at Calvary. Amen? Yes. So you need to receive that. I don't care what you've done in the past. I don't care how bad you think you've been. Just realize this. You couldn't get so bad that God didn't love you. And He loves you just as much as He loves His Son, Jesus. You know, we were talking earlier about comparison, and I think that's one of the strongholds that the enemy uses for us not to tap into our full purpose and potential is no. comparing ourselves all the time. I was listening on my podcast, the other, I mean, on my iPhone the other day, different podcasts, <clears throat> and one was T.D. Jakes, and he's like you were saying, fiery and preaching, and then mm. right after him was Joel Osteen. Yeah. And very just to the point, and I thought, God, you are so awesome that you use all these different type of giftings. Yeah, right. But the enemy doesn't want us to see our potential and always looking at someone else and comparing ourselves to somebody else so that we won't be all that God's created us to be. Yeah. Listen to this scripture I found. I just love it. It's in Galatians 6:4, the New Living. It says, pay careful attention to your own work. For then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone. That's great. That is such a freeing thing for me because yeah. I was so bound by that. I did not like the personality I had. I'd heard all my life, I'm, I was strong-willed, I was bold, I was feisty, and I wanted to be quiet and shy and and not talk, and I, I have to talk. I can't help it, <laughs> and I have an opinion, and that's okay. You know, God is not shocked by your personality. Yeah. He made you exactly the way you want. He wanted you to be, and now it's time to just be free in that and not compare yourself to anyone else and be bold in your right standing with God and who He made you to be. That's right. Did you know the Apostle Paul was opinionated? Yes, he was. <laughs> I like him. Yeah, I do too. I, I love where he says sometimes in here, now this is not from God, but I have the Holy Spirit and this is what I think, you know. So nothing wrong with being opinionated, just to let God conform it to His Word. And He, he roughens or smooths out those rough edges. That's right. You know, the Holy Spirit comes in and teaches us where to smooth it out. But to God, we're all diamonds in the rough. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and if we allow the Holy Spirit, give Him enough time, then He will smooth all those rough edges out and conform us to the image of Jesus. Yes. Romans chapter 8 is a powerful chapter. It says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Now think about that. There is no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. How do you get in Christ Jesus? Make Him the Lord of your life. And the Bible says that the moment you do that, then God never condemns you. There is no condemnation. Now, He will convict you. You know, if you're in Aram and you're doing something wrong, the Holy Spirit will convict you. He'll let you know, you know, this doesn't line up with the will of God. This is not in, in, in accordance to God's plan for your life. So <clears throat> He may convict you, but He'll never condemn you. You know, conviction, the difference between conviction and condemnation, conviction, He'll point out where you're wrong, but He'll always show you how to correct it. Condemnation says you're wrong and there's no way out. Mm -hmm. And that's from the devil. Satan is the one who condemns. God will convict. 
But the beautiful thing, when God convicts, He'll always show you, okay, now here's how you can correct that, and let's pick ourselves up and move on and just stay on course. You're going to make it, praise right. God. Well, the enemy wants you to carry that with you forever, the rest of your life. Whatever those mistakes and things that you've done, that's condemnation. Carrying that weight on your back everywhere you go. Conviction is, you feel in, inside you feel a sense of, I need to change and a renewing, a new change in your yeah. attitude and the way that you think and the way that you act, the way that you speak. You correct it and you just move forward. That's right. That simple. It's that simple. You have to just tell the devil, listen, my past is under the blood. My mistakes are under the blood. My shortcomings are under the blood. And anything I've ever done in my past life is under the blood. So devil, I am not going to listen to your lies. You just take that condemnation somewhere else. It doesn't belong here because I'm in Christ Jesus and I am free. The Son has made me free, and I'm free indeed. Amen? Yes. So you got to be bold with the devil. The devil only understands aggressiveness. You can't play around with him. You can't beg him to leave. You got to mm -hmm. command him to leave. And the Bible says, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So don't listen to the devil's lies anymore. Let the Word of God form your opinions of yourself. Let the Word of God form your beliefs of yourself because the Word of God is going to create an image on the inside of you of the way God sees you. Mm -hmm. Listen to this verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 18, and I'm reading from the Amplified Version. It says, And all of us, as with unveiled face, because we continue to behold in the Word as in a mirror. Now, the Word of God is like a mirror. Mm -hmm. You know, a few moments ago before we came on set, we we're in the dressing room. They were putting our makeup on. We were looking in the mirror and it was reflecting an image of the way we looked. Mm -hmm. Now, apparently I didn't look good enough to come on without makeup. So they had to put makeup on me. And as I'm looking in that mirror, my image is changing. Mm -hmm. And I want you to know in a few moments, I'm going to take it all off mm -hmm. and I don't care what I look like. Okay. <laughs> but right now for television purposes, they had to change my image. They had to change me into what is more fitting for television, okay? Mm. Now, every time I look in the Bible, this is what 2 Corinthians 3.18 is saying. When you look in the Bible, it's like looking in a mirror. But the beautiful thing is, when you look in this mirror, you don't see yourself the way you see you. You don't see yourself the way the devil sees you. You don't see yourself the way other people see you. You see yourself the way God sees you. Mm -hmm. It will reflect an image of the way God sees you, and He's looking through the blood of Jesus. So this verse says, We continue to behold in the Word, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord. And it also says, If you keep looking in this mirror, you are constantly being transfigured into His very own image. Praise God. Yes. The more I look in the mirror of God's Word, then the more I become like Christ. And the key word there is constantly. Constantly. It's an ongoing, constant means to continue, to keep going. Every single day you're looking in this word and you're constantly being renewed and changed That's into right. the image of God. That's right. And, and the beautiful thing is, you know, uh, I've been at this 47 years now, but I'm still changing. Mm -hmm. I'm still being conformed to the image of Christ. Right. 
I've come a long ways. I'm not anything like that guy who came to the Lord in 1969 or before uh, I came to the Lord in 1969. I'm nothing like him. I don't think like him. I don't talk like him. I don't act like him. I'm being conformed to the image of Christ. And you know, one of the greatest compliments anybody could give you is you're Christ-like. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I, I see in you a Christ-like nature. That means you've been spending a lot of time in this book. You've been looking in the mirror a lot and being conformed to the image of Christ. So that's what you need to do. Don't listen to what everybody else has to say about it. Listen to what the Word of God has to say. 2 Corinthians 5.17, the Bible says that when you make Jesus the Lord of your life, you become a new creation mm -hmm. and old things are passed away and behold, all things become new. A new creation. The little Greek says a new species of being that has never existed before. Mm. That's what Paul calls the new man. Praise God. I'm a new man in Christ. Yes. I, 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 I'm thinking more like Jesus. I'm talking more like Jesus. I have compassion like Jesus. I, I love like Jesus. That is a process that takes place in your life as you continue in His Word. But remember now, you're not that same person. So if you've been told all your life that you're just a sinner saved by grace, don't accept that anymore mm -hmm. because if you got saved by grace, then you're no longer an old sinner. You're a new creation. Old things have passed away. You are now the righteousness of God. You have right standing with God. And I'm telling you, life is going to keep getting better and better and better if you'll keep seeing yourself the way God sees you. Well, it's, you've got to make this word final authority. Yeah. It has to come before your feelings, your emotions, anything. It has to be final authority. What anyone said about you in the past, what you've thought about yourself, your thoughts and feelings have to line up with what the Word of God says. If they don't, then you cast them out. You get rid of them as yeah. quick as they come. And what the Word says about you becomes final authority. And that's a newness that comes in you every single day when you constantly renew your mind to what He says. Yeah. And you know, people, even well-meaning people, can say things sometimes that kind of stirs up your past. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and, and sometimes, <laughs> I said one time, who needs the devil when you got people? <laughs> you know, I mean, people, they won't let you forget your past. Mm -hmm. They want to bring it up all the time. But you just have to get to the place where you can just look them right straight in the face, put a smile on your face, and just don't hear anything else they have to say. Mm -hmm. If they're, all they want to do is talk about your past, just, you know, just smile and know on the inside, that's all under the blood. They're talking about somebody else. That's not me anymore. I'm a new creation, praise God. Yes. And just move on with God because God has great plans for your life. Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah says, God Himself speaking, I know the thoughts I have toward you. They're good and they're not evil. God has good thoughts about us, good plans for us, and that's what we need to focus on. Yes, and when Jesus talks about in John 10, 10, that He's come to give us abundant life, well, the enemy doesn't want you living abundant life. So He's constantly gonna bring up, 
your past or make you feel insecure or rejected. But abundant life, there's one translation, it says better life than you ever dreamed of. That's right. Better life than you ever dreamed of. That is available for you. But you've got to see yourself like that scripture dad brought up, uh, the mirror. You've got to see yourself the way that Jesus sees you and Amen. get free from anything that's hindered you from thinking anything else than what Jesus thinks. That's right. And you know, don't let, and sometimes this is very difficult, but don't let family pull you down. You know, I know in some families, it's not a loving family. In some families, you know, if you go to talking, I'm the righteousness of God. God loves me. I have peace with God. God loves me as much as he loves Jesus. Some families, they just can't handle that. You know, they just want you to be beat down and inferior and, 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 and lowly as they are. But, you know, you have to realize they're not your enemy. Our warfare is not with flesh and blood. They don't know any better. And even if they do know better, you just have to learn to turn a deaf ear to all that. Don't let it pull you down. Love them. Pray for them. Believe that the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened. But you just keep going on with God. Don't let them pull you down. Amen. In fact, think about this. You are now, because you've made Jesus the Lord of your life, you are now part of a royal family. Mm -hmm. God is your Father. Jesus is your Lord. And Jesus is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are now part of a royal family. So think about that, all right? Mm -hmm. Listen to this in 1 John chapter 5 before we go to our announcement. Verse 1 says, Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Say that with me. I believe that Jesus is the Christ. Yes. Come on, say that out loud. In your heart, you believe that Jesus is the Christ. Then the Bible says, if you believe that, then you are born of God. You know what that means? You are as much a child of God as Jesus himself is. Now, does that not make you somebody special to God? Yes, it does. So you dwell on these things, that I'm a child of God. I'm part of a royal family. I'm an heir of God. I'm a joint heir with Jesus Christ. There's no condemnation to me. And praise God, because God loves me and God is on my side, then no one can successfully be against me. Praise God. You think those thoughts, you speak those words, and I'm telling you, life is going to get better and better. I'm not saying Satan won't attack you anymore. He will, but now you know you can defeat him with the Word of God. So do it, all right? Watch this announcement. We have some very special products we want to offer you. Watch this, then we'll be back in just a few moments with some closing remarks. You are the object of God's affection. If you've ever felt insecure about your abilities, your appearance, or your personality, this powerful book is for you. In Your Somebody Special to God, Jerry Savelle teaches that you should be encouraged and expect victory in every situation because you are God's most prized possession. The most challenging battles you will ever face are the ones between your own ears. In the book and accompanying two CD teaching, Thoughts, the battle between your ears, Jerry Savelle gets to the heart of the matter, the matter of the mind. Your life tends to move in the direction of your dominant thoughts. Learn step-by-step step how to win the battle of your thought life. 
Cast thoughts of shame, embarrassment, and low self-esteem aside today. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request this life-changing trio. You're somebody special to God. And the book and two-CD teaching, Thoughts, The Battle Between Your Ears. When you win the battle between your ears, you'll enjoy victory in every area of your life. Now listen, if you've ever felt inferior or insecure, or you've had low self-esteem, then this little book can help you. I'm telling you, you can read this in just a few moments, and it is life-giving. It will build you up. It'll energize you, and it'll cause you to realize just how special you are to God. The little book, You're Somebody Special to God. And then right along with it, three CDs on thoughts, the battle between your ears. We've been talking about that, but obviously we don't have enough time on this broadcast to get into the depth that we do in a live service. And so these are three CDs where I taught this material and it covers a lot of scripture showing you how that you can overcome negative thoughts and how that you can become the positive thinker through the word of God that God wants you to be and begin to enjoy the kind of success that he has planned for you. And then right along with the CD is the book by the same title, Thoughts, The Battle Between Your Ears. So let me encourage you to order these right away. Don't delay. It's fresh on your mind right now. So just go ahead and you can contact our office through the number that's on your screen or you can order uh, by going to jerrysavelle.org and we will get these to you just as quickly as we possibly can. And I know particularly this book, this book has been reprinted several times and I, I have no idea of telling you how many people, but I know it's in the thousands of people that have read this and have been blessed by it. So once you order yours today, all right? And listen, I want to thank all of our partners for believing in us and helping us in the outreaches of this ministry. Jerry, you know, we just finished a Chariots of Light Christian biker tour and uh, we, we saw people come to Christ in the meetings. We saw people come to Christ in the service stations, in the convenience stores. It's, it's just amazing. And this year alone, now, of course, by the time this program airs, it'll be more than that. But this year alone, Chariots of Light Christian Bikers, which I formed many years ago, has already won over 17,000 people to Christ. That's so so great. partners, you're helping to make that happen. I want to encourage you too, when you go online to order these products, also pray about being a partner with this ministry. You've been you may have been watching Jerry Savelle Ministries for years, but you've never partnered. Well, I want to encourage you to do that. I'm a partner with this ministry because I believe in it. It's good fruit. And you know what? You become a part of whatever this ministry is doing. You become a part of that too. So go online to jerrysavelle.org and get more information about that. Amen. We appreciate you watching the broadcast. We're going to be here again next week, Jerry and Jerry, and we're going to be talking about you're somebody special to God, so don't miss it. We're believing in the name of Jesus that all of you that have been down on yourself today, that you've been lifted up and encouraged, and your life is going to get better from this day forward. Thanks again, and remember, your faith will overcome the world. Next week. Well, Romans 12 is just foundational for you know, faith and changing your mind. And it says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But the New Century Version, I found this recently. It that. says, be changed within by a new way of thinking. Amen. Be changed within with a new way of thinking. You know, I have to talk to myself. Yeah. 
You know, when things come up and say a thought comes of maybe not feeling loved or rejected or whatever it is that I've struggled with in my past, I have to talk out loud to myself. And I learned that years ago from Brother Kenneth Copeland that you do not combat thoughts with other thoughts, you combat thoughts with words. And you speak out whatever that negative thought is that you're having in your mind, you speak what the word says. 